1: Well, let's get into these lists. This is what uh, the people before we
2: we do that, um, Nick. I want to um, say that, and everybody keeps pointing it out in the chat or mentioning it in the chat that Carl Anthony Towns' uh, mom passed away. Um, oh man, yeah, man. I'm, I'm,
0: Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's from sad. From, from this
2: uh, virus. Yeah, yes. I, I remember. Wow. Yeah, I remember when she called it. Obviously, she's. Uh, much older than him and at risk. Um, I haven't heard anything. I, I, I knew it's been a minute since we haven't heard, you know, since he's said anything about it. I thought he was just, you know, just being private or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's been a month, and um, she didn't make it, man. Um, but, yeah, is the statement from uh, the Towns family spokesperson. Spokesperson said, uh, the Towns family is heartbroken by the ultimate passing of Jacqueline Towns due to complications as a result of COVID-19. Jackie, as she was affectionately known among family and friends, has been battling the virus for more than a month when she succumbed on April 13th. So um, Jackie was many things to many people, a wife, mother, daughter, grandmother, sister, aunt, and friend, the matriarch of the town's family. She was an incredible source of strength, a fiery, caring, and love, extremely loving person who touched everyone she met. Her passion was palpable and her energy will never be replaced. I'm going to stop there. Um, Damn, man. Damn. I I hate that, man. I, 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 do too. I, I don't know, cat. My words, I have, you know, they, they wouldn't really mean that much for the brothers. Just, I, I feel uh, sorry for him and his loss. Um, having experienced some recent losses last year, I I get it. For something like this to, to come along, um, it's not what you really expect. It's how your your family to go out, man. So yeah,
0: man. Yeah, to so everybody, stay
3: stay inside, man. If you can, please.
0: Look,
2: I, what I say. I haven't been out in nine days. I haven't left the house in nine days. So.
4: Yeah. Uh, another thing about that story too is that Cat's uh, dad also has it as well. Um, but I think he's faring a little bit better. Yeah, both his parents had it. Um, obviously, his mom just passed. I, I saw that too. I was going to bring it up, but I know that his dad um, was diagnosed at the same time. Mm. But I think he is doing better. But just like Ken, I, I haven't heard anything since that initial announcement. So I, I don't know how his dad is actually doing. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to the the Towns family. Damn, that's
3: just... Hey, that's uh, on another note, did y'all see Tavares Jackson pass away today?
2: Yes, I, saw that too. I did see that.
0: 36 years old, man. It was that's a car accident? Yeah, accident. accident? Yeah, it was a car accident.
2: Single car accident too, so it was just him. Yeah, Damn, man.
3: It's, it's a lot going on, man. It's a, it's It's a wild time right now. Yeah. Everybody just need to stay safe, man. Stay safe as possible. That's all I can say. And stay prayed up. Yeah. Yep. Let's Let's get on to something, something positive. Yeah, let's <laughs>
1: move on to something like um, we were talking about Jordan, so he's known as one of the, if not the best shooting guard ever. So let's run down our list of the top five shooting guards in the league right now. Um, as we stated before in the last episode, some of our lists are going, um, I'm, I'm going, my list is basically going off of this season and a little bit of last season as well, just for the fact that this season was cut short, but if the, um, for the rest of the crew, their list may just be based off of this season, so we'll have a chance to, of course, argue and debate regardless, but yeah, that's just a caveat for y'all. Um, Ken, you want to start it off?
2: So we're doing shooting guards?
1: Yep. Um uh,
2: I am unprepared for class. <laughs> Hold on. Let me put my – I've been working all day. Let me put my list together. All
1: right. FIFO, talk to me. <laughs> all
4: right. Shooting guards currently in the currently. NBA. Um, At number five, I got Bradley Beal. Crazy, crazy season statistically for him, but obviously, you know, the wins ain't there. But, you know, I, I think he's proven he's a top five shooting guard in the league. Number four, C.J. McCollum. Also a little off year for him as well, dealing with slight injury and stuff like that. I got him at number four. At number three, give me Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, this guy's been an impact player since the moment he stepped on the NBA court. Number two, give me Devin Booker. Um, you know, I, I've been
0: high on, on oh deep book for a minute. No, you're not. No, the fuck you not, FIFO. Go ahead. Keep going.
4: Number one, James Harden.
0: God damn, that's my fucking exact same list. Really? <laughs> Look, that is literally my exact same so list, dude. Uh, that's why I was like, don't you do it, people. <laughs> and so you did it. You got I got the exact same players in the exact same order, dude. That's hilarious.
3: Y'all dude. was working together when y'all was doing the Twitch. No, you know? man.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, people, we just got we got that basketball IQ, man. We got the basketball IQ That's that's all it is. Wow.
1: That's funny. Shelter, who you got?
3: All right, for my number five, I got Paul George listed as a shooting guard. So he's my number five shooting guard right now. Uh four, Clay Thompson is still in my list because we went off last year and this year. So Clay Thompson, if he was in if when he comes back, I think he'll be number four. My number three was Bradley Beal. I think he had a really good season. I think, you know, with a little help, he'll be a lot better. Number two, Devin Booker that man on the rise, and,
1: of course, number one, James Harden. All right. Um, for me, number five, I got Bradley Beal. Um, I think that brother needs more respect. I think he's probably the the best draft wizard of the last 10 years, um, in my opinion. Uh, number four, I got Klay uh, Thompson. I think if he was still healthy, he'll be higher, um, but I, I'm going to put him on there. Number three, I got uh, Jimmy Butler. Number two, I got Donovan Mitchell. And number one, I got James Harden. My honorable mention is Devin Booker. Hey, I'm
2: Jimmy Butler, Butler. honorable but mention.
1: Yeah, you tripping,
3: bro. I
0: got oh,
4: an honorable
3: wait, mention. Jimmy Butler's a wait, three wait,
0: this wait, year, though. Wait, wait a minute, wait. He's a
3: three? <laughs> yeah, this year he was. Yep.
0: Who are you talking about? Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah Jimmy Butler's but- a three.
1: He's a three. Okay, then I'll take I'll take him out. I put uh, I didn't know if he was a three or a two, so that's why I put Devin Booker as my honorable mention. But I'll put Devin Booker in then.
2: Saved by Shelton.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and you know what, Shelton
4: as well. Like I know that they listed Paul George at the two, but his game isn't a two. He's a a three. So 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 I have him on my on my three list as well. Me too. I have him yeah. on my three list.
3: I, I was gonna ask y'all about that, and I thought about that too. He he, I he's, guess a is he's a tweener. He's yeah, a tweener because Kawhi, Kawhi is the three. So mm-hmm. that's kind of why. I...
4: No, and, and and I get it, but but it's kind of like when I when I watch PG's game, he's mm-hmm. he's not he's not a two, you know you know what I'm saying? Like he he's, I get like, it. like. The, the, the epitome of what a three is supposed to play like a three and D three, like that's what they're supposed to be. So, like, when I watch his game, I'm just like, he, he's not a two, so I can't put him there.
3: I get that, and I, I, I respect that. Best case, we're gonna put CJ in his place at the oh. five.
1: Y'all has who else had, so you, um, right, well, you?
2: let me give mine real quick and then we can go back into the discussions. Uh, number five, I had CJ, number four, I had Bradley Bill. Uh number 3 Donovan Mitchell, 2 Devin and 1 James Harden.
0: Okay, that's that's cool. I mean, so y'all had
1: y'all had CJ and I don't. Um and now who? Y'all had CJ McCollum and I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't I thought this was a a down year for CJ. Um and he didn't really impress me in the Western Conference Finals last year. So what made y'all put him... C.J.,
0: if, you, if you're going based off playoffs last year, C, C.J. stepped up in a lot of games that Dame Lillard was, was, was having off nights. And it was, it was a lot of games where Blazers, if it wasn't for C.J., Blazers wouldn't have pulled through on some of them games. Now, granted, yeah, C.J. didn't hit the Dame Lillard deep from three game winner, but I'm just talking about just throughout the playoffs. It was a lot of games that kind of helped shift the series if it wasn't for C.J., if you if you based off last year, if you're going by your rules,
1: yeah, but I I, I mean I I get that because I do remember he 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 definitely held it down, especially that uh yeah. that Denver Nuggets series. Yeah. But after that, like during the, from from moving forward from then and then going on to this season, I haven't really been that. Yeah, imper-
0: yeah. I mean, I think it's just because the Blazers at the t- at the moment of the season they wasn't in the playoff picture. I feel like if. They were in the playoff picture. We have a different argument, but I can, like, like I said, when 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 I think Kim had, I think Kim has CJ fifth and Bradley Bill fourth. I'm cool yeah. with that. That's that's I'm cool with Bill being ranked higher than uh, CJ. That's I mean that's that's not an argument for me.
2: Yeah, Bill, 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 man. Bill been bought,
0: hey, and he on my he was on a fancy squad, so I know. I no, don't yeah. know Bill, Bill been bought.
2: I, I, I think that stretch that he that stretch that he had. Yeah. I I, pu- I know CJ has been more consistent this year, but Bradley Beal really showed, like, when he elevated his game and, and was putting up 40 and, and 50 pieces, it was like – The yeah. back-to-back
3: 50s. You
0: yeah. Saying,
3: man. Yeah. I, I still don't – I don't see it in this game. I, I'm not knocking him at all because I, I think he's – I got him on my list. I think he's dope. I just don't see how he does it. Like, I, I got to sit down and study his game a little more. I just
0: don't see how he does what he does.
3: Who C J? No, um, uh, Bradley, Bradley Bill? Bill. Yeah.
0: You don't see how he scoring shit. You don't, you you yeah. You've never watched the Wizards game, probably. Then you probably don't watch.
1: No, yeah, I don't blame him for that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, you,
0: like I said, you probably don't watch the Wizards like that. But no, nah, yeah, I don't watch
1: him like that.
0: Bradley Bill, man. Bradley Bill gets buckets, dude. Bradley yeah, Bill. he
1: gets
3: busy.
4: Yeah, man. Bradley Bill good. And here's the thing: the Wizards were like a top ten offensive team this year. Yeah, that's so crazy. Without so so John Wall. Without John Wall. That's so I, that works. just shows the <laughs> type of firepower that Bradley Beal's putting up this year. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And it shows how expendable John Wall is. That's uh,
4: it. He, he, here's the thing with the John Wall situation. I think that this year the Wizards played a different brand of basketball. Um, I think that the Wizards can – do it without John Wall, or they could do it with John Wall. It just depends on the version of John Wall that comes back, you know. But I think I and I said this years ago. It's about time to to let it go and to break it up and even trade Bradley Beal. And the reason why I say that is is because first of all, you're not going to attract any other free agent, so you're not going to be able to rebuild. You're you're obviously you're going to have a high draft pick. You already drafted um the Japanese dude from um. Uh, what's his name, Ruri Hachimura, you know what I'm saying? It's just time to, to to go young, to get more assets. Trey Bradley Beal, go get you, you know what I'm saying, three picks in the next two, three drives. Like, that's where they are as a franchise to me. Man. Like, trying to hang on to talented guys when you can't truly build around them and you're just wasting their pride. Like, like this was a wasted year in Bradley Beal's pride. He should be helping some type of playoff team get over the hump. And here he is even if they were still playing, he was going to be home during the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: I got a question. Um, where – what position are we putting Giannis, Tatum, and,
3: and Siakam? Giannis is a four and, and Siakam is a four. I
1: don't know what Tatum is. Tatum, Tatum, Tatum is a small four. forward. In my book, but I agree with Shelton. Giannis is a, a power forward uh, on my list. So
4: on my list, Giannis is a three, and Siakam and Tatum are both fours.
2: I thought Giannis was a three, too.
3: too. Uh, he actually plays the four, though, doesn't he? If you look at uh, the lineup. He starts at three more than he does at four.
0: Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, but I got Giannis Tatum serious? as a four on my list. Yeah, he that,
4: eight, he's listed as a four. But when you look at the at the starting lineups that Milwaukee puts out, he's typically the three. No, he's. A, he, I thought that was
2: Middleton playing. Yeah, Middleton playing. is the three. He's a That's four. What I so who's the two?
3: Um, the white guy. He don't start. Even oh, come right. off the bench. Eric Bledsoe is the one. Pat Pat Connaughton. He doesn't start. He don't start. Pat, I'm I'm sure. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. Who started at the two for them this year? It was it, it wasn't Middleton. Middleton plays three for sure. Look at look. So, so, so the way I came up with
4: this, I googled starting lineups, and when I googled it, right, like it actually gave me a break, a breakdown of like per game. And when you go per game, Giannis starts at the three more times than not. And when you okay. look at the Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum starts at the four more times. Yeah, wait, so, so I'm on when I, gonna, when yes, I saw yes, that man. Tatum
0: was a four, I was like, damn, I thought Tatum was a three.
2: They got. So ESPN has a list, their depth chart listed like this. Bledsoe, Matthews, Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke.
3: Yes. Wesley Matthews is what I see. That's okay. the most common. It's 34 games with, with uh, him at the four. 11 games with him at the four. Yeah, all these are him at the four. He was at the three. I don't see him. None of these at the three on the list that I'm looking at this year most common bucks lineups was Giannis, the one you just said Wesley Matthews was a two
4: I still have him on my threes list
2: Are oh, you trying to
3: <laughs> So you stubborn. He ain't gonna change. <laughs>
4: I do not made my list. I'm not I'm not switching
3: it now.
0: It's
3: it's it's say yeah, I'm
0: not switching the, my list either.
3: For 40 well forty five, forty nine 49 games at least he was a four. Let me see 49. I'm I'm adding these up. 10 20 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, for 60 games this year. All 60 games, it was a four.
4: Yeah, I'm not changing my list. Yeah, I'm not changing my list.
2: (laughs) Now, now the Boston Celtics, and maybe they interchange, but they got Tatum at the three and Gordon Hayward at the four.
4: But Gordon Hayward didn't start.
2: That's what they got listed now. Yeah, that's what I was going off the
1: ESPN thing.
4: Yeah, I put I put Tatum at at, at the four. Um because their starting lineup is Temba Um Brown. Yeah, no, there's somebody else though too that's in the starting lineup too. I can't remember mm-hmm. the top of my head right now. But yeah, uh, most of the games Jason Tatum started at the four.
2: You're talking about Theus?
4: Dice? You talking about the big man?
2: Daniel Thice, yeah.
4: Nah. I think he's. I think he's their starting five. Hold on, let me try to find what. What I. What I saw. Hold on.
2: Okay. All right. So, just for confirmation. So, we're, what are we doing with so Tatum and Pascal are fours.
4: And my list.
0: Yeah. Uh, Giannis, yeah. 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 So Siakam and Tatum are fours on my list. <laughs> Mine
4: too.
2: And where you got Giannis, B?
0: I got Giannis in my four list, my power four list.
2: So all three of them in in your power four list? Yep. Okay, I just want to try to be as consistent with everybody as possible.
4: All right. Yeah, if you go to lineups.com, it shows the point guard is Kemba, the two is Marcus Smart. Um, Gordon Hayward as a small forward, Jason Tatum as the power forward, and Daniel Theis as the center.
2: He's been playing with his lineup because smart was coming off the bench, but okay.
1: All right, cool. All right, let's start with uh, let's go with small forwards then. Um, let me hear. You.
4: All right, so small forwards at number five, I got Jimmy Butler, um, over exceeded anybody's expectation going to Miami. Um, number four, I got Paul George uh, again because to me, when I watch him, he—I he, know he plays the two, but he doesn't play like a two. He's really a three. Um, at number three, I got Kawhi Leonard. Um, you talking about the preeminent small forward in terms of offensive and defensive. Um, number two, I got Giannis. Obviously, we just had our whole soliloquy about where we play certain guys, but Giannis is still a small forward to me. Um, and then number one, LeBron. And I know Ken brought this up last time why I didn't put him as a point guard. And you're 100% right, he is playing point guard this year, but it was just habit where I, you know, he's always been a small forward, he's always played small forward, so that's just where I put him. But I think he's still the best small forward in the league. And I'll just go over it again. Jimmy Butler at 5, Paul George at 4, Kawhi at 3, Giannis at 2, LeBron at 1.
1: Hmm. All right, B, who you got?
0: All right, so this is for the 3 position, right? Yep. All right, so at, at 5, I got Brandon Ingram. At uh, 4, I got Jimmy Butler. At 3, I got Paul George. At 2, I got Kawhi Leonard. and 1, I got LeBron James. That's my threes.
1: That so, Brandon Ingram one, that you 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 took one off of mine.
0: <laughs> I mean Brandon Ingram balling. Was, ball,
1: he he
0: balling.
1: Balling. If it wasn't for uh, Zion, man, he definitely would be getting his shine. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Ingram is definitely the
3: best defense for Zion though. Cause he showed ain't passing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> At all. But Zion's right. a
2: po- power forward, though, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, sometimes center.
2: I'm trying to make sure y'all ain't trying to pull anymore.
3: Oh no 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 no! He wasn't on the list.
1: He, I mean, you know, he people gonna him. have once you go to power forward, she's so gonna have Zion all five. <laughs> <laughs> Zion,
4: Zion, Zion. Zion, Zion. Zion. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: So I'll go. Um, so I got I got Bi five. I got um. Man, this was – yeah, give me PG-13. Give me PG-13. Give me Kawhi Leonard third. Give me Luka second. And, of course, you know, LeBron number one. All
1: right. I got – I got Brandon Ingram at at five. I got Jimmy Butler at four. I have Kawhi Leonard at three. I got KD at two and I got LeBron James at one. And on mine
3: I got uh Jimmy Butler at five, um Luca at four, Kawhi Leonard at the three, uh Kevin Durant at two, and LeBron at one. I think Katie. <laughs> One leg at the
1: two.
2: <laughs> yeah, somebody, yeah, they, 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 um, yeah, I was trying to see somebody put the Celtics lineup in there. I know we just read it, but, but yeah, they, they, uh, definitely, um, disagree with Tatum at the four. They're saying what I said that Hayward
3: starts at the four and Tatum starts at the three. But hey, I think Bleacher Report said, Tatum was full. I thought the same thing that y'all thought, too. And basically, when you look at it, when they line up, it's interchangeable. So really, technically, if we were doing it the way we know it, we should do what position we know they are.
1: But That's, that's the thing is, like, with this position as basketball shit, it's like it's messing up what people really are. And, right. that, and that classification, obviously, it, it, it ruins some lists because you can't have a jam-packed list with all these forwards, power forwards, you should be small forwards, right? That's, me, that's taking away some people that really should, like because Jason Tatum he's had a phenomenal year. Like, he, he definitely would have been in my top five if, uh, as a small forward, which I think is what he is.
3: Yeah. I don't see him
1: really banging with people down low as a, as a power forward,
3: right? And that, that's exactly right because when you look at where he gets the basketball, he gets it on the wing when he, when, when he gets the ball, he ain't getting the ball on the block like a four, so it's in name only that he's a four. So let me, right.
2: ask guys, let me ask you guys this real quick. I was just in the chat. Um, I know Luca has played a lot of point guard. But hasn't he played – isn't he a small forward too?
1: Like he's all over the damn place. I don't know yeah. where he- I feel like he plays one through three. Like he's, yeah. the, he's the point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. But because he can handle the rock so well – that regardless of when he's on the floor, he's the designated. It runs through him. It's when Larry Bird was with the Celtics, like he's a point forward, I guess.
3: Yeah, They his position is listed as point guard and small forward, so he is a technically he's a he's a, he's really a, a point guard, but he's in our small forward list. But ESPN got him listed as a two.
4: Yeah, he's not right. a two because Tim Hardaway Jr. starts at two.
3: Right.
2: But he also plays a three-two. I don't know. My list is what it is.
0: No, well, I ain't changing my list. I mean, my yeah. shit is—it is what
2: it is. I, I just wanted to at least have that discussion because, I mean, we're—we're. We're, I mean, this clearly is an illustration of positionless basketball, where yeah. we have so many guys playing so many positions. It's just like, it's
1: where do you put them? Right. All right. Let's move on to the power forwards. I'll start it off. I got uh, Sabonis at five. I got Julius Randle at four. I got Lamarcus Aldridge at three. Pascal Siakam at two, and I got Giannis at one.
0: Lamarcus Aldridge and Julius Randle. Julius, let me do
1: my list. Randle? Let me do that, <laughs> yeah. Bro, If y'all, obviously, I watch a lot of Knicks games. Julius get buckets. All right, mm, like you,
4: you being disrespectful to so many people right now, Nick. So
1: many people. <laughs> I mean, so what? many people. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what I see. I'm saying what I seen with my eyes. I seen it.
4: You Don't get <laughs> biased. Exactly. And you just said the reason why you are biased.
3: So, yeah, he yeah, he got to be. I, Julius Randall, man. I get it.
4: <laughs> at the bank, at the banky top five. but That's about it. <laughs>
3: My, my my list goes as follows. I got Jason Tatum at at the fifth spot. Uh, Bam at the four. Bam had a hell of a year. Uh, Pascal Siakam at the three. Anthony Davis at the two, and Giannis at the, at the one. And that's just what it is.
4: So I have Bam as a five.
3: I do too. Yeah, I have him as a five. Oh wait, oh you got him as a center? You mean?
2: Yeah,
4: you
0: know? I do too. Mm. This damn positionless basketball.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it's hard to classify right.
0: some guys now. Man. I'm still tripping. Nick put fucking Julius Randle in his damn. Time. Hey, L. L. Marcus LaMarcus Aldridge. Who the hell? Is Marcus Marcus? Aldridge is right, dude. What the fuck? Let me get my. Let me get my five. Go ahead, go ahead, B. Five, four, oh four. shit. And right. number five, I do agree with you on this one, Nick. It's a bonus. I didn't realize. I didn't realize he was top five worthy. And I looked at his numbers. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah dude was a this season for a reason. So um, he's at number five. At number four, I got a uh, Siakam. At number three, I got Tatum. At number two, I got AD. And number one, I got Giannis.
2: Damn. So uh, so my five, I have Zion. Uh, four, Siakam. Three, Tatum. I have Giannis at two, and Anthony Davis
4: as, as the number one. Okay, so so yeah, this list is going to be jacked up. I know, it's crazy, right? Yeah, for like, it, there's not going to be a consensus list outside of me and B at Shooter guard. But uh, for number five, I got DeMontis Sabonis. Um, at number four, I got Kristaps Przingis. At number three, I got Pascal Siakam. At number two, I got Jason Tatum. And at number one, I
1: got Anthony Davis. Hmm. See, I had AD as a five.
4: Oh, okay.
3: Five. His
4: game is a four, though.
1: He don't even like being called a five. I understand. I, I know what he don't like to be called, but that's what I, I I mostly see him when I see those lineups, or like when I see them, like when they're in their like final uh, fourth quarter lineup. He's usually at the five. But so, that's so,
3: rare, cause cause you know he they have um Dwight and um what you call him playing the five? What's his name?
4: Uh, McGee. McGee. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 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 based off of your logic, Nick. Then Draymond Green is a five.
1: He could be. But I mean, he's
4: not. He's a four yeah. that can play five.
3: Yeah, A D is just tall.
4: Yep. Cause yeah. just that's by your logic, because at the end of the day, go to State Warriors, finish games with Draymond playing the five, but he's not a five.
1: Well, I was I was also putting that in account as far as like again with the, the list, like I was I didn't want him, him to take another spot from somebody else when I could just move because I had him as a – he could be a four or a five, so I just put him at the five so I can make room for somebody else.
4: There go that bias talk right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, of this, let's end it on this note. The centers, big man, the last of the Moheicans.
2: Well, I, I'll go first uh, because I, I probably have a call coming up okay. and man of the two. So, uh, so I'll take the lead on this one. So, uh, starting with five, I got DeAndre Ayton. Uh, number four, I got Bam. Number three, I got the Joker. Two, I got Cat, and number one, I
4: got Embiid. And there's my call. All right. Um, I'll go next. So, at number five, I got Bam out of Bio. At number four, I got Rudy Gobert. At number three, I got Cat. At number two, I got
0: the Joker, and at number one, I got Joel Embiid. Yeah, I, I got um. At uh, five, I got Bam. At I mean, no, at five, I got Rudy. At four, I got Bam. At this is about to be some controversy for my center list. At three, I got I got Andre Drummond. At two, I got Embiid, and at one, I got Joker.
4: So I had Andre Drummond beat, but the only reason why I took him off is because he he doesn't influence winning. Like he he gets the damn number. It's ridiculous, but yeah, I
0: put him in based off the, strictly off numbers. To be honest with
4: you, I feel you. I his feel numbers, you.
0: his numbers are ridiculous,
4: crazy. Because he I, what is he average like 17 18 rebounds a game? Yes, dude. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, so I had to put him in. I had to get him in there. But yeah, only person I felt bad leaving out because he's having a good. He's actually having a good year is uh Hassan Whiteside. He's actually having numbers wise, numbers wise, he's having mm-hmm. a good he's having a good year at the center position. But yeah.
3: Sean, so, who you got? At the five I got Drummond. I can't leave Drummond off. I just think he's a talent. Uh at the four I got Rudy Gobert defense alone sells it. Stephen Adams was a tough toss up for that, that spot though. Stephen Adams played good defense too. Uh, I got uh at the three I got Cat. Uh, at the two I got Joker, and at one I got Joel and B. And I'm I'm with you on that B. I ain't, I ain't tripping out that B.
0: Ain't tripping off so what?
3: I love Joker.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean yeah, I mean, b's been showing some mentally weak moments this season, man. And I I, right. I didn't I didn't like that at all. Like he's showing some he's showing some mentally weak um games where he shouldn't have been mentally weak. So. That's my only nitpicking reason why I put him at two and Joker at one.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, for me, I got Bam at five, I got Cat at four, I got Joker at three, I got Ad at two, and I got a B at one. I think, I think even o- though he stay far
0: away from five as much as possible, dude, <laughs> He's not a five. I think he a five. He's not a five. He really? stay away from that center position. Nowhere near a five. five. Nowhere he, near a five. He can't, stays he away can't,
4: from that shit as far as, as
1: possible. I'm going to say this. If, if they were playing right now for the playoffs, that motherfucker's starting at five.
4: He's not.
3: He
1: won't JaVale do it.
4: McGee starting.
1: He didn't
3: start all year.
4: Yep. Javale McGee starts. And then Dwight Howard comes in. Then when they go to a small lineup, he'll play a little bit of five. But he's, th- he's not their five. And that was one of the stipulations that he even had signing with the Lakers. He said, look, I'll do whatever it takes, but we need to get a couple big bodies in here because I ain't doing that all game.
0: Yep. Yeah, man, he stay away from the five as much as possible, man. AD wants no parts of the five, really.
4: Oh, oh sir. That's why he loved playing with DeMarcus. If you yep. look at some of his yep. best statistical years, were literally with DeMarcus because he yeah. had to do none of that.
0: Yeah. He's like, yo, DeMarcus, you handle that five. Yep. I don't yep. want that.
1: I got this one. Well, if he ain't a five, I'll put uh, I'll put Drummond in there.
0: You say you put who in there? Drummond.
1: If if we if he's really not the five, then I'll put Drummond in there because he is he is a he's been a monster on the board for like at least the last five years. So mm-hmm. I gotta put him off the cuff for that. I think
4: Drummond is the perfect perfect example of what I'd be talking about. When you can have a talented big man, but without a point guard, it ain't nothing
1: and that's, like,
0: that's it, it's you not, don't
1: but yeah. he's, a, he's a traditional big man too though, where as far as like he's a back to the basket really that's
0: why a point guard is important in drumming in a type of player like drummond you've got have a good point guard
1: exactly yeah, you know,
0: look, look, what happened, look what look what happened with DeAndre Jordan when he had chris Paul like. DeAndre Jordan and Drummond were pretty much identical players. They both can came exactly. rebound real good. They both protect the basket. That was pretty much, they were both horrible free throw shooters, but like that was pretty much their game. Chris Paul was at with DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan flourished. Yep. And I bet you if you had a, a point guard caliber of Drummond, you know, a CPP with Drummond, Drummond would be the same mm-hmm. way. Yep. You now you're talking first team
4: All NBA. Now you're talking first team All Defense. Yep. Now you're talking multiple All Star appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and it's the same thing for a point guard. If you build a team and you don't give me at least one of those guys, it's going to be way harder be for that point hardy. guard yeah. to flourish. Yeah. You know. So so to me, Drummond is that prime example. He could get you know 15, 18 points by himself just because of all the rebounds he gets but how does a, a, a dude like Andre Drummond average 22 24 is what a point guard
1: so is that is that uh is that a knock against him
4: um no because else? it's not a knock for me it's just it's a realization and that's why i say like to me the most valuable players are those in-between size guys. Dudes that are 6'7 to about 6'10, 6'11 KD size, right? Those guys that can do a little bit of, of, of everything. They can play a little bit of point guard. They can play two. They can guard multiple positions. They can go and help on a big and get a block, right? That's why that that type of player is the most valuable. But then when you go at the either ends of the spectrum, either you know, a point guard or, or a center, they have to be complementary. Because they need each other. Without each other, they can't elevate a team. And it's extremely difficult. So when you have a point guard like, like a Dame Lillard, right, um, that's why I've always said that he needed a, a Carmelo Anthony type player at the wing to compete against the other elites at that position. And then he needed a big man that can set screens, get rebounds like a Steven Adams type you know what I'm saying? So it, that's why basketball is chess and checkers, right? And you got to make sure that pieces fit, especially when you're talking about a small and a big. And that's the reason why Andre Drummond realistically has not fit in either Cleveland or um, Detroit. Because as much as I like um, – uh, who's that point guard that played at, at Wake Forest with, um, uh, with Jeff T? I can't think of his name. I really like him as a backup though.
3: B-bo. Smith. Huh? Smith. Um. Smith. Dang. It's On
0: like, what teams? What, team, what team what For team
4: Detroit. you talking about, B bro?
0: Detroit. The last Detroit time, point Smith. Guard. Talking about Ish Smith? Ish Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. You know, I love him. I love Ish yeah. when we had him. Yeah. I it's love
4: Ish. But it but Ish isn't that caliber of point guard to elevate Andre Drummond. Right. Andre got easy buckets, but Ish isn't looking to score at all.
0: No, he's you know not what I'm
4: saying so. When you're not a threat in that way, it hurts the big man. So, they so Detroit needed to find a point guard at the same level as Andre Drummond. That's why I wanted him with, with the Hawks so bad. Are you talking about pairing Andre Drummond with a dude like Trey Young? Andre Drummond gonna average tw- almost 25 points a game, he's gonna get 15 by himself,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. For me, it's just like as a, as a big man moving into the league now, you gotta uh, elevate your game to at least the mid range, at least. Um, that's why I asked you if like if, if that kind of hurts him a little bit that he can't do, he can't impact the game as much based off of how great he is. Like, that no, obviously-
4: I, I don't think that that's a man a mandatory thing. I, th- I think I think I think <laughs> basketball is all about dominance but you have to understand where your dominance comes in at like Andre Drummond doesn't need a mid-range shot he 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 don't the way he dominates a game and is very dominant is on the boards defensive help um second chance points things of that nature he he don't need a shot but now, he's
1: only he's only effective in the baseline by, uh, by the rim. Outside of that, if you if you have any like if he goes if he plays against someone like a Joel Embiid or a Joker or even a Cat, they're gonna space him out to where he is ne- negated from getting those boards as much as he would. Okay,
4: it, but 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 that's fine. But but then you have to be able to play defense on that perimeter, right? And that's the same. That's that's one of those things that separates Joel Embiid when he gets um, switched onto Giannis or even Chris Middleton or whoever on that on that on that perimeter. Even if he gets beat, he can meet you at the basket and get a block or a deflection, or he can keep his feet in front of you. So it, it's not that, that they'll be able to negate your rebounding. It's that, okay, well then, if you're playing perimeter defense, don't get beat. And if you do get beat, beat, the, beat up the shot. You can still, you don't have to have an offensive game to be an instrumental part of a team's success.
1: Well, then what are right, I- the players to do that? Let me ask you a question. What's the big difference between uh, – because you had Joel Embiid ranked higher than Andre Drummond, right? Mm-hmm. Why is that?
4: Not a dependent player. Joel Embiid can get his shot whenever he wants.
1: And, you, and that's what I'm saying about Andre Drummond can't do that. Right? But,
4: if, but if Andre Drummond played with a, a, a better caliber point guard, he'd be higher on my list.
1: Yeah, but that's – remember how you always said – I'm going by your, your, your terminology. You always said if you need someone to leave or if you need someone to be there with you for you to get yours, then that says something about you as a player.
4: Not, not necessarily when it comes to point guard and big man. They need each other. I've always said that. I've always said a point guard needs, is a big man and a big man needs a point guard. It, and, 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 and that's what I'm saying. It's like if you were to combine – Uh, an elite point guard and a center and mesh them into one, you get LeBron James, you get KD, you get Giannis. That's why those guys in that medium size are the most important players on a basketball team, the most valuable players on the basketball team. But if obviously you can't draft them or get one of those guys in free agency, then you go get you a point guard, right? And then you go get you a big. When you look at (laughs) someone like John Moran, right? Amazing point guard. But he would be just like CP if you don't give him an elite big. And I, and I, I think Jaron Jackson is going to be or could be an elite big. Um, but without him, you would see something like what happened to CP in New Orleans. He, he just he, – like, they, who he had, David West or was it um, – He had you know, David West. You know what I'm saying? David West was cool. Um, Chris Paul elevated David West. David West couldn't do the same for CP. Which is why it wasn't. It was a decent relationship, a decent pairing, but it didn't elevate either or. But when but you saw, but hold on, but when you saw CP go to the to the Clippers, Blake Griffin elevated CP, and CP elevated everybody else. So that's the reason why they were so formidable.
1: But I thought the the reason why it was so great for CP and David West was because David West was kind of like that is type of big man where he can shoot a mid-range, he can post up in the low, bottom, he can rebound, play defense, he was just an all-around type guy. So he didn't limit CP as far as that playmaking ability, because if they did pick and roll, CP can kick that out in the middle of, uh, of the court for uh, David to knock down. Of course. Andre Drummond, can, he can't do that with an Andre Drummond type player, regardless of Andre that. but
4: CP. But, but look, but, but what, can, what can CP not do? He can't go get a, a big-time rebound over bigs, right? He can't go get a block. He can't go body somebody up and, and, and give a hard foul when need be. That's the reason why I'm saying, like, David West was nice, but he didn't elevate CP. Yeah, they could play together. It was complementary, but how many, how many bodies was David West getting? How many lives did David West catch off of CP? How many, how many times did David West get a big rebound or a big block over somebody? No, he, he didn't do that. But how many times did Blake do that and or um, DeAndre Jordan? That was the difference. That, that squad, the way that they were constructed, especially with J.J. Redding out there spacing and you couldn't double off of the wing like that, it elevated everybody else because they had CP. But those two bigs, the four and the five, elevated CP's game. Because now, how are you gonna stop him? As soon as he come off of that, off of that pick and roll with either one of them, he can throw a lot to the other person. He has the floater game. He got the mid range game. He got the pocket pass game. What What are you gonna do? The, the The options are plentiful. With David West, your options you don't have as many options off of the pick and roll. It's not not the same amount of
1: options. Let me ask you this question then. Based off what you're saying, moving like in the league now or like where we're going to in basketball, what position is more important at least to solidify talent at? Is it the small forward or is it the uh, (laughs) –
4: It depends on how your team is built. Like you can't – it's not a one-size-fits-all. It depends on who you draft, where you draft. Like if I'm looking at like the Atlanta Hawks, right, Um, for me – and they've already uh, drafted at that position, right? They, they got their point guard, and they already had a big in John Collins. And, and John Collins, I think, you know, if he played the whole season, he'd be on my top five power forward list. You know what I'm saying? Because you're talking about a guy that's almost 2010 looking at a max contract and has elevated his, his range to three-pointer range pretty consistently now, right? So because you already had that, now you got your point guard. Who? Who? What's the next area that we need to address? It's small forward. They, got, they, they drafted DeAndre Hunter. They drafted Cam Reddish. And Kevin Huter can play a little bit of small forward based off of his size. So now the Hawks feel like a complete team. Obviously, they, they got to learn and gain experience and become veterans because they're still a very young team. But they've pretty much covered the entire gambit. When you look at um, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, right, with Luka and KP, now they just need a guy at that. Three, four position that can compete against the elite PGs of the world with the Kawhis, with the Lebrons. They don't, they don't have a guy like that yet. So it just depends, right? Like, or, or sometimes you may draft a guy like that and not have anything else. So it just depends on the roster. Like, it's not a one size fits all. It it just depends on where you are in the construction of that roster. Like, if you look at the Celtics, Celtics are good at. That 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 mid-sized guy from 6'7 from, from to 6'10, those boys are loaded. And they got a point guard and they got scrappy guys. Guess what they don't have? A dominant big.
1: Do they so, need a dominant big?
4: You don't you don't you don't need one, but if you if, if you're solid everywhere else, you need a big that can compete on the level of the elites. They don't have to be elite themselves. Like Steven Adams is not an elite offensive guy. Right, but he can compete against all of the elite bigs in the league, and I'm not saying go get Stephen Adams. I'm just saying they need a Stephen Adams type player to solidify what they already have.
1: Because to me, the reason why I ask that is because, like, if you look at what we just talked about with the Celtics, they drafted Jalen Brown, they drafted Jason Tatum, they didn't take any point of guards or none of that, because at the time they traded for Kyrie, of course. Even then, the, the, the kind of guards they did draft was, like, what, Marcus Smart, uh, Avery Bradley, like a defensive scrappy guy. Like, to me, they've always emphasized on small fours. You can go back to their history with Larry Bird, Paul Pierce. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've always emph- emphasized on that position.
4: But, 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 but what was the reason? Who used to play in the East?
1: LeBron James. So
4: you ha- you had to compete – Against LeBron at a high level, even if the draft picks didn't pan out to be a superstar, even an all star level guy, hey, bro, you six, you six nine with a seven foot wingspan, go out here and guard this guy, even if you ain't shutting him down, make it way harder for him. But,
1: that, but that's what I'm saying, like, the top three players in the league right now are at one position, and that's small pool. I, I got you, so I and to me, that dictates the whole league, like, everybody wants something like that. That's why the Lena Hawks went to go give a get a uh uh what is it uh hunter and cam reddish type player i agree
4: but 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 again it it's at that point it's filling out your roster because cam reddish and deAndre hunter are not your best players your two best players are a small and a big so how do you complement your two best players is by reinforcing your weakest area and even though let's say if DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish do not pan out to be all star superstar type level guys Hey, that's cool. Go guard this guy. Go make this guy's job as hard as possible. Th- that's the reason why you go draft them, because you're already solid as small
1: and big. Uh, if, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just think that if, if, if we had – you believe in John Collins and you damn sure believe in Trey Young. To me, at that point, that should be enough to at least get you to the playoffs, but it hasn't. Well, they're 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 stu- they're stupid young. They're, I mean, look at Memphis. Memphis I'm, is young too, in a harder well, in a harder the uh, conference, and they were a a seed at least.
4: One hundred percent, and they were more healthy than the Hawks were all year. And also, like John Collins being the second best player, missed the first like twenty to thirty games. Like you, like like did you did you know no, the that, Hawks were that,
1: that was his that was his mistake?
4: We 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 understand all that but he wasn't available, right? And without John Collins, they were the worst rebounding team in the NBA. Unless you are the best three-point shooting team in the NBA, you can't overcome that type of rebounding deficit. You're going to be one of the worst teams. If you cannot rebound and finish a defensive possession, you are going to be one of the worst teams and you ain't competing for
1: nothing. All right. I'll let you have that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, look, look if,
4: you, if you look at the Miami Heat, right, and their entire run, they were one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA, but you know what they did well? Three-point shot. They were actually one of the better three-point shooting teams. Because here's, it's all checks and balances. If you're not good here, you have to make it up somewhere else. And rebounding to me is a direct correlation to three-point shots. And the reason being is if you're not rebounding, it means that you're not having the same amount of possessions in a basketball game as the other team. And if the other team has more basketball possessions, how can you keep up the the, the scoring pace? You have to get more points per your possession. So you have to be an, an, an excellent three-point shooting team to overcome that deficit. And if you can't, you you're dead in the water.
1: Well, all right. Going off of that, I know, B. I think you talked about this earlier before we got a chance to get to it. Um, NBA All Decade Team from 2010
0: to 2019. I touched on that. I don't remember us talking about that.
1: No, yeah, we talked about like trying to bring it up, but we didn't have time. But now we got time to discuss it. Did y'all? I can read down the list um, if y'all don't have it in front of y'all. But from the third team. They got, uh, and this is from 2010 to 2019, they got Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, Paul George, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Giannis. For the second team, they got Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo. And for the first team, they got LeBron James, KD, James Harden, Kawhi, encouraged. What do y'all feel about that, the, the first, second, and third team? Did they get it right or this is all decades, so you got to take that whole decade into account.
4: They got it right. They got it right. I don't have a problem with that list. Yeah,
0: because I'm trying to think what big fella they could have put in that first team. There's no it's no, it's no, big...
3: There's, there's big really big none. Team.
0: That's crazy. Yo, that's, not that's, that's, yo, that's crazy how it's like not a four or five on that first team. Right, you said Steph yeah. Curry, LeBron, James Harden, Kawhi, Kawhi and KD. Wow, yep. wow. Because yeah, I'm trying to I feel I can put at the four or five, but I mean, who yeah, you, you taking out? out on that. That like. Yeah, right. That's what I'm looking like. Damn, like who? Right. You, hmm. I guess you Got can't. Out right. You can't take it out, really. From t- from 2010 to 2019, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking like, who can I take out to put in in place? I'm like, well, for that decade, yeah, they.
1: Did Steph run that great that made them first team for the uh, for the decade? Say it again. Did Steph Curry have a run that great for the whole yeah. decade to make him first team yes. over Chris Paul?
0: I mean, yeah. think. Think about what, what Steph was. Did he look what records he broke? He was a he was a two time MVP, with one of them being the first time ever unanimous MVP, which that still boggles my mind. Um, he had the, the most three points record or hitting over 400 threes in the, in the season. It's crazy. He's already the playoff three point um
4: uh maker, yeah,
0: more. yeah, already. yeah. Like, yeah, like once Steph once they started on a championship run, man. I mean, that was during his decade. So Steph was pulling up. The only the only stain on Steph was the fact that he didn't get a Finals MVP in none of them runs. But yeah, you yeah, fuck. yeah Steph Steph was crazy. Steph was crazy, man. I feel you though, Nick. Cause yeah, you, as much as a huge CP three fan I am,
4: but he ain't win.
0: He ain't won. But Harden didn't win either, though.
4: Yeah, but, that's true. Was, especially with Harden at, at, at the starting two position, though. Yeah.
0: But, man. Harden, Harden
3: dominated his position, too. So, I, I think that that's, that's the biggest
0: mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Damn. Yeah, I, I can't really take nobody out of there. And Kawhi being pretty much one of the, if not the best wing defenders in the league that entire mm-hmm. decade. Um. And and the way his game has progressed throughout that decade has been amazing. Cause Kawhi was just looked at as a defender, and that was it. Like you didn't really look at Kawhi as an offensive assassin. These last like them last two to three years of that three, I say three seasons of that decade. You know him working out with Kobe and other and other those guys. Like Kawhi ended up having a, a damn offensive arsenal. On top of that his superb defense, so.
1: Exactly, yeah, like, his, his shot, yeah. even though it's it's a straight line shot, you can't stop it, it's, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's automatic.
0: Yeah, I can't really, I can't really, I mean, you know, of course, me being old school basketball head, I, I look at, like, damn, who can be the four and a five, but I can't really take no one off that list on the first team and put a big guy, a power forward or a center on that, on that. On that, uh, on that first team, which it just goes to show you what we said earlier, how positionless basketball, you know, how NBA has changed, not to positionless basketball. You know what I'm saying? So, damn, yeah, I can't really argue that. What was the third and the second team again? The like se-
1: the second team was uh, Chris Paul, uh, Westbrook, AD, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo.
0: Yeah, because Blake Griffin during the Live City era was, I mean, besides him getting hurt in the playoff run, Blake Griffin still put up numbers. He still put up great numbers, and he was still good. Um, yeah, CP3 in, in Westbrook at the backcourt, you can't argue that. You can't mm-hmm. argue. Um, and then you say who else? You said Blake? Oh,
1: AD and Melo.
0: AD and Melo? Yeah, because, I mean, you're thinking of New York Knicks, Melo, in the majority of this past decade. I mean, Mello still got it in. Um, he just didn't win, but Melo was still—he was still that respected dude and one, still one of the league's best scorers, in my opinion, during his run. Um,
1: I'm yeah. surprised AD was on the second team, though,
0: for the decade. Where you think he? I thought
1: been? he'd be more of the third team.
0: Who should who who would you put in this place?
1: I would have put Giannis on the second team. But yeah, but Giannis, Giannis
0: just Giannis is just getting going because you got to think Giannis in this decade. His first two years he wasn't really like his
4: first three, maybe four years he wasn't nothing.
0: Yeah. So it's only the
4: last two, three years
1: where he's been dominant, nah, been dominant. I would say I would say the last four, he's been he's been like
0: so since so, so since down. twenty what so twenty fifteen, twenty so twenty fifteen to twenty nineteen, you thought he was dominant? Yeah. I don't know. Let's look at this look
1: at his numbers. Look at his numbers. Yeah, let me pull up his stats, but that's a lot. I... I
0: don't remember I don't remember Giannis really I don't remember Giannis getting into his own until that three- to five-year window. That's when he started. That's when he started getting into his own. You looking it up, Nick?
1: Yeah, I'm looking it up.
0: All right.
1: I'll stop. So, yeah, we're going by the last four seasons. That's including this one. So like 2016. six uh, I'm not even
0: i I'm not even including twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. I'm twenty eighteen okay, so last, right. last is the last year of that day. So 2015, 2016
1: season he averaged about seventeen points, uh a little over seven rebounds, and how many assists? And about four assists. Then the twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen season, he averaged almost twenty three points uh over eight, almost nine rebounds, and five assists. Then 2017, 2018 season, he averaged almost 27 points, uh, 10 rebounds, and almost five assists. Then 2018, 2019 season, he averaged 20, over 27 points, uh, almost 13 rebounds, and almost six assists. Like That's, that's pretty dominant for a four-year span. Admit,
4: no, 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 no. You, you're not going to spin it now. You're not You're not going to spin it because I'm looking at these numbers too. The last two years have been dominant. Right. Dominant. Domination. domination.
0: Like domination, Giannis. Was the yeah, like
4: gardening. Right. Like the last two years were dominant. The year he averaged 26.9, that, that was like the, that was the jump year. Because the year previous to so that, at 22.9, you're not dominant. That that, that just means you're, you're good enough to be considered an all-star when you're low 20 like to me the that barometer is like 25 points because there, there's always around 10 or less players that average 25 points a game that means you're dominant when you're below that you're good but you're not a dominant player yet
1: i i'll say anything over 22 points you average 20 up you're you're a, a, a dominant player. You're you're an all-star. Wait
0: a minute. Wait, what? Are you serious? You're an what? You're not dominant. You're an so all-star you're because you, you average more than twenty some be- points. You consider dominant? What? You know how many players would be considered dominant? if you Everybody go by be dominant
1: then. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I'm, you, I'm talking about I'm talking about people, the players who are the most likely the player with his friend, the friend average over twenty two points, right? At least anybody averaging less than that is not the face of a, a franchise. So to me, if you're the face of a franchise, you're the dominant player of that franchise. Mm,
4: no, I'm not. it. Right. dominant player means dominant against your peers, not <laughs> dominant on your team.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. Like what? Yeah, I don't. I don't get that argument right there. That that one. That one ain't flying right. Yeah, when he she's telling me
1: twenty two point nine over five assists, over eight rebounds a game, uh, almost averaging two blocks. Like,
0: but that that's just numbers, though. That doesn't that doesn't mean you're dominant. You can average that, and if you're watching the games and seeing how the person is playing, the numbers is only going to tell one story, one narrative. So that's not the full case.
3: Yes, it's it's the difference between decent numbers and dominant. (laughs) Right. Like, 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 what Giannis did
4: this year is dominant. It's dom it's, 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 and we did last was dominant,
0: and the year
4: before was dominant, right? Hey, man, your
1: internet's
0: slow. This
4: year
1: and the last year. Is
4: <laughs> hey, man, your internet's slow, bro. Wait, say
1: that again. I was saying his, uh, what he did this year was dominant, the year before was dominant, and the year before that was dominant. No, twenty
4: twenty six point nine. Um and ten rebounds. How many assists? Four point eight assists. To me, that that put him on the brink of dominance. The brink? Oh. That, that 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 was the first year that I was like, okay, you you might you might understand it, like you you might get it, and, and, and you know really what it was was just a jump in his free throw attempts. So he he, he he averaged almost two more free throw attempts per game, jumping from that 22 to 26. So that, that was the difference in his game. He was almost there with rebounds, had less assists, that, that he started averaging more. But that year in, what was it, 20, 2018, 2019, that was Giannis's. first year of the damages.
1: Ken, let me ask you this question. All right. What we're arguing is that for the second – we're doing the all-decade team review as far as from 2010 and 2019. And the second team has Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo Anthony. I suggested that I would have removed uh, Anthony Davis and I would, as far as from the second team and I would have moved him to the third team and I would have moved Giannis up to the second team.
2: But yeah, I, I, I would say that, yeah, basically what I was saying was that the last two years is when Giannis has arrived. The first couple of years, um, we mm-hmm. saw him coming. And, and that's the difference. Now he is a force in the league. When you become an MVP and everybody's taking notice and you're leading your team to wins, um, and then you're almost on the way, when you're a championship contender. I, I, I would I would I would say that The last two years Is when He became the honest That we know him, Of him to be now
0: So like This decade to me Can be Giannis decade Like Yes
4: I, Absolutely decade, Absolutely like
0: The last Yeah No I wouldn't have put Giannis is not second team All NBA team Of the decade 2010 through 2019 no. I'll
4: put it to you like this Nick Giannis is a shoe win For first team All decade This next decade yep. Oh yeah yes, Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> hands down,
2: hands down. Yeah, Anthony Davis, man, is I I get on him a lot, but man, that that dude, <laughs> like, he 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 was a a force. It didn't it, it finally got to a point where we saw like some success in terms of the team, but man, he was he was he was doing it early, bro. Like the stuff he was doing, just it—it was—it was unheard of. Like you—you you were looking at him, like how are you doing yeah, all of this? He came if in the Giannis league like a minute to get there.
0: He came in the league. He came in the league balling. He came. in Yeah, the league.
2: man. You yeah. Knew
0: he. You already knew he belonged when he first came in the league.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I had to work. And I, and I think up. what helped
0: him was his his rookie <laughs> year. He was playing on that 2012, uh thousand uh, twelve USA basketball team. Team. <laughs> like that. That. That helped him. That helped him right there. I just remember
3: hating him because Charlotte drafted MKG that year.
0: And sure did. Michael G- Michael Kidd Gilchrist, yep. What yeah. in the world is this
3: compared to that? That's like,
0: But I mean he was wasn't he no more overall pick.
3: He was, he was. Yeah, I mean
0: you couldn't get mad at that. You had, had to
2: Apparently get. he was like they held him in like high regard. Like he
3: was
0: kid. Be, Yeah, it you did. remember I remember they had they put Michael Gilchrist like he was supposed to be like that dude going to.
3: They sure man, did. Look, man. Man, I was like, I don't know what they saw. <laughs> you can't when, when, when your shot got to transform.
4: Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can't be no top five player, bro. I, I don't period. get that
3: nobody. Say period.
0: What year did he get drafted? The same year uh, Anthony Davis got drafted. They, they both went into the league the same year. Was that twenty twelve? Yeah, I want to say twenty twelve. Yeah. Right
3: after they won a the championship.
0: Yep, right after they won a the championship in Kentucky.
2: Because wasn't. Wasn't it him and Kyrie?
4: In high like, school. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, I he was, was
4: talking about,
1: school. yeah, no circles, man. I'm looking at the uh that top five pick of that draft class with AD and MKG. AD went one, MKG went two, Riley Bill went three, Deion Waiters went four, and Thomas Robinson. I don't know if y'all remember him. I yet. remember Thomas I Robinson. do. Yeah. From Kansas. Kansas,
4: Yeah. I, f- I feel he got railroaded, though. I feel I, – I, I really feel he could have been successful so in the league. He just didn't go to the right situation. And hey, Nick, Who's you think it's
1: five? I mean, it was Robinson. The next oh, five of, oh. of, of that draft class, is Dame Lillard was six, Harrison Barnes was seven, Terrence Ross was eight, Andre Drummond was nine, and Austin Rivers was ten. Hey, and Thomas Robinson they... went to the Knicks? Who did he go to, the
2: Knicks or Portland? Uh, who? Which oh, one? Dame got Portland. Went to Dame got Portland. I mean, um, Portland drafted Dame. So Thomas
1: Robinson went where? Kings. Uh, t- uh, Terrence Ross went to the Raptors. Harrison Barnes went to the wars Obviously, Andre Drummond went to the Pistons, and Austin Rivers went to the. I- the home. Thomas Robinson. No, top.
2: Th- yeah, Thomas Robinson.
1: He went to the Kings. Oh, I
2: have to look at their roster.
1: Their roster was. They didn't know. They didn't know what to do with him. He was like a. He was like a tweener. Yeah. I, he was just a super athletic dude. He reminded me of. Um, you know what he needed, Nick? The point the guard. Point guard. <laughs> the point guard. <laughs> <laughs> he had Isaiah Thomas at the time. I think
4: Isaiah Thomas is a scoring point guard. I, you know what I'm talking about? You need a point
3: guard that's gonna. You know what I'm saying? Serve it up. He he was a tweener, man. He really he really was a tweener. He had a. He like you said, Nicky had an athletic game, but he he really didn't have a
1: go to. He was, he he was might, a good ball player. He, he reminded me of the dude that got drafted after Kyrie that he, I forgot his name. It was like Derek something.
4: Derek, um, is it Anderson? Derek Williams. He went to Minnesota. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's he reminded um, me just like him.
4: But you know, look, th- 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 this is this is my thing, right? Like when when you look at dudes like Thomas Robinson. You know what I'm saying? 100% a tweener. But, and I'm not saying that this guy would have been no all-star or nothing like that. But when I look at him, you know who he reminds me of? Kenyon Martin. What, what was Kenyon Martin's go-to? The, the Kenyon Martin coming out? He had no, the reason why Kenyon Martin was as successful as he was, was because of J-Kid. There was no J-Kid. There was no Kenyon Martin rookie of the year.
0: That's real. And that's that on that. <laughs>
2: yeah, that, that Ross, they had Tariq Evans. They had, y'all remember Francisco Garcia? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. They had him, IT3, Marcus Thornton, Jay- Jason Thompson, John Salmons, Patrick Patterson, Travis Outlaw, James Johnson, Cole Aldrich, Aaron Brooks, Tony Douglas. They had, of course, Cousins and Chuck I remember Chuck Hayes used <laughs> to play for the Rockets. Chuck Hayes stayed
3: in the league for now that's who he should have patted himself yeah. after. Chuck Hayes was who he should have been
4: like a uh, undersized center that 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 can get minutes. But yeah. but you know, but when you as you read out that roster Ken almost all of the top players on that roster need the ball. They're Obviously. not unselfish guys.
2: Yeah.
4: So I guess at- they, need,
2: they wanted to get a power forward to go with Thomas uh, Cousins, but
4: they didn't have the right point guard.
1: Yeah, Tyreek Evans was supposed to be probably be that. I, I the his, his downfall was just, is is insane. He look, got hurt. The here
4: here here's the thing with that, right? If you look, all right, we got Tyreek Evans and we got the Marcus Cousins. You know what we need? We need a tweener, two or one or two man that can play make, because we knew Tyreek Evans was going to get to the basket, right? He was a slight playmaker, but he's a, he was a slasher type. So you needed somebody else that was a shooter slash playmaker to complement what Tyreek Evans did and also to complement what Boogie Cousins brought to the table. And then he wanted to draft a, sm- a power forward the way that they did with Thomas Robinson. You definitely need a playmaker. There's nobody on that roster that's a playmaker like that. Who was going to get Thomas Robinson the ball? Right. Who gonna set him up. Nobody. That's the, and then you look at the subsequent trades, of the rosters he went to, he was never in a position to truly maximize his own talent.
2: But looking at the rest of this list, though, I mean, they really, outside of Dame and maybe Harrison Barnes and of course Drummond, they're not going to pick Drummond because they had cousins. Exactly. They, they really, I, I understand the move based on that roster um, and, and looking at the rest of these players left based on what you just said, because they could have went with Harrison Barnes and played him at the three. Um, we know what Lillard is now, but they had IT3, so it seemed like they were committed there. So can, can, I, do it, it does seem like they had many, many different directions to go.
4: But, but, but what, what did I just say? They didn't I just say that they needed a a, a a a point or two man that was a combo guy that could shoot and play make? Who okay, that's, so so that's Dame, Dame Harrison, Dame
2: Warren, Harrison, Terrence Ross, Drummond, and, and Rivers.
4: But I'm saying that sounds like Dame. I, I Boy, know it sounds
3: like we Dame. didn't know Dame. Dame, Dame was like Dame, Dame, Dame then, though. It, huh? Dame wasn't Dame then, though.
4: No, no, no. We know <laughs> that. We know that. But but at the end of the day. We knew that Dame coming out of college was a shooter, right? He was a playmaker because he's a pure point guard. All I'm saying is that if the Kings would have made that decision, Boogie might have still been with the Kings. I don't think Boogie would have got traded. I don't know. Did we know that? Well, I put it to you like this: I didn't know that. I didn't know about Dame coming out of Weber State, but I knew about Dame in that summer league. That first time I watched him in summer league, I was, that's
2: I after the draft, though. You see, I saying? know that's after the yeah. draft, right?
4: I'm... I never heard of Dame Lillard prior to the draft. You know what I'm saying? I saw the highlights and I'm like, hey, well, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't sure. But at the end of the day, this is the reason why scouts get paid six figures to go watch all these guys play. Right. And if you pay me six figures a year, you know what I'm saying? Ken, how much does dead end sports pay me? Cause I don't know. And I'd be on point with a lot of my shit and I got a whole bunch of other stuff to do. But if all I had to do was just watch basketball players and evaluate talent, move like like progressing them and moving forward to bro I, I, I would have told you about Dame Lillard but I but I don't get paid that to do that. You know okay. the scouts should have known that the way that, that Sacramento Kings roster was constructed they should have drafted a Dame because now you would have had a dynamic backcourt with a, a a dominant big man. At that point you have a slasher plus a guy that shoots and playmates and a big man that can do it all. Man, man. come on man
2: yeah, and yeah. then I think after that they, they moved off of uh IT and a lot of those guys.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So So yeah. That would have
3: been that would have been interesting to see. It would have been interesting to see too if Dame would have been Dame in Sacramento with that coaching. Yep. So in saying that, I'm saying that he was he would have been good no matter what, but Dame Dame mm-hmm. would he have been that with that coaching staff? And you know, there's something that
4: Steve Kerr said when he was a GM that has always stuck with me. Whenever I think about trades and just the management of NBA rosters, he says that like 90, 80% of players are either successful or not successful based off who they're drafted to and and what their number one, what the expectation is of that of that player, and then you know, can, can that organization elevate? Because to me, it wasn't a level uh, – it wasn't a question of coaching with Sacramento, it was that front office. Um, mm-hmm. Because who, 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 who did they have at that time? Because I know the last two coaches I liked before – and, and they only lasted like a season or two. And then they and, got – And wasn't Kerr with, uh, with Phoenix then?
2: That drafted who? I don't know, but I thought he was, he was, he was part of that Phoenix organization.
3: Yeah,
4: he was the GM, right? Yeah, he was the yeah,
2: GM. I, I don't here. know if it was around that time. I can't
4: remember. He he was the GM during the D'Antoni years, so I want to say he was the one that drafted Sean Marion. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to find the answer to your question. What year was that?
3: 2012. Paul Westphal, um, Keith Smart was the coach that year. I Mike he- Malone was. From. Keith Smart was the 2012 2013 who was that? Was back, um Mike Malone was after that
4: Mike Malone's the guy I don't know why 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 they why they got rid
3: of him Everybody was there one year he, was, on he was man he he
2: was and 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 I think they fired him after I may be, you know, I'm, I'm thinking my, but it was like DeMarcus Cousins got hurt and they started losing all kind of games.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm thinking that's the same quote.
3: All these guys are one year too because you got Keith Smart, Mike Malone, uh, Tyrone Corbin, and George Carl all were one year coaches.
4: So, the you know, like you can't have a successful organization and, and the head man only gets one year. Like what, like you're not gonna have no type of sustainable success, right? And then I don't, I don't really believe in Vladdy like that either as the GM. I don't either. I don't either. Cause this year they they should have taken a step, and I feel like they're just floundering. And then when you look at um, who's the lefty that they drafted a, a year ago, Michael, um, what's his name? The lefty. Started what power was this? Paul for the for the Kings,
0: what's his name? I want to say oh that um, reason. lefty to play power four for the Kings.
4: Yeah, they from started. Duke. Yeah, play that dude, Marvin Bagley. Bagley. Oh Marvin, Marvin Bagley was
3: left handed Why well, thought he no, he's not left handed.
4: Yeah, he? yeah, he, is. Oh, he was right handed. No, Marvin Bagley's lefty. Okay, um, like I, I feel like what's up with the progression of Marvin Bagley? Like you know, he came in, fearful, but he's still at the same level he's at. So, so to me, there's just something wrong with that Kings organization overall. And until, uh, right, uh the, whatever the owner is, I can't say his name. I can't think of it right now. Until he, until he starts to control his urges, right? Like he's very sporadic. He's very like, oh, let's go do, nah, bro. Like, like just calm down. Down, you know what I'm saying? Until uh, uh, so they get some type of stability there, man. They not, they not gonna make no, no waves. And the crazy part is they got time.
3: Yeah, they do. Cause I like Buddy.
4: Yep, I like Buddy. But look, but then, but then, 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 then you go get um Luke Walton as your head coach. That's that's not the right guy, man.
1: Right. No. I don't know how Luke Walton got that job either, especially how. Oh, you know how, but even those charges, like, in the
3: same state. You know how. Mm-hmm. What do you think it can't the Laker connection? <laughs> I,
4: I that's part of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that yeah, that's all I got for the uh, list. I just want to have that conversation about the all decades list because I thought that was interesting. Um. But I think we may need to, uh, Ken, I think you brought this up as far as redrafting some teams or just some, uh, some years. Looking at, looking at all these, uh, at least this past decade, like the draft order and stuff, like, man, going to FIFA's point, Dame Lillard went to Sacramento Kings during that time and era, man. Yeah and, yeah,
2: and I think that'll, that'll be fun to do. Um, you know, I'll throw it in the chat. What year do you guys want us to, to redraft? Um, they also wanted to talk. We still need to talk about Jimmy Butler interview. They wanted to talk about that. So yeah, I'm down to come do another show uh, later this week to talk about that interview and do the redraft if y'all are.
0: Yeah. So what yes. were we we're, we're, we're redrafting again? We redrafting this past what no, 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 the no, no, we just day draft? Draft? We, we got to pick a year. Oh okay okay.
4: Um, but we got to set some rules. So are we gonna go like? do how many of us it is it's five of us so like we just like randomly select like the order so like let's just say the way I see it on my screen I have first pick Nick has second B has third Ken has fourth um, Shelton has fifth and then we just draft in that so I get one and 11 you know what I'm saying like y'all, y'all get one or one in six your, your screen is wrong FIFO. Huh? <laughs> I said your screen is wrong. <laughs> that's just the way I, it comes up on mine. I'm just saying, but like <laughs> drafting it like that, or are we all going through and saying, okay, well, the first pick, you know, if I had it, or this team, this is who they should have drafted, and go one by one in that way. I was
2: thinking in, in who they probably should have drafted.
3: Okay. I thought that would be fun, though, how people said it, though, us picking like we I got, didn't
2: think about it that way,
1: about, yeah, like, I think we, that, like we, if we're
3: the
4: organization at that pick. That would be fun.
1: Yeah, but I, I don't think we need to go through the whole – just – just We uh, just do the lottery. The
4: lottery. Let's yeah. just
1: do the lottery, yeah.
4: Because the lottery is 14, so technically, like, we could all get three picks. We'll just do 15.
1: Exactly, yeah. I'm okay. down with that.
2: We, can, we can try it that way. I'm down. So we got three years. We got 2011, 2012, and 13 all were nominated.
4: Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll okay.
2: It
4: out. I'm with it. But then, but but look, man, y'all got to put on y'all GM hat now.
1: Y'all got to yeah. know what the roster looked like. People, at- people talking shit already, boy. Like, he already he already <laughs> know he going to get the shit. We're going to have them vote on who got the best redraft, too. Yeah, and let's, okay. let's, let's, let's do
3: you with no no point guard so FIFO don't know nothing do. <laughs> That
2: actually, now not that I really think about it, that actually might be fun because if if somebody's off the board, then you as the GM got to adjust. Oh, man, yeah, yeah, I think I might like this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think about it, I might mm-hmm. like this. You try to
3: put it in the hat though and shake it up to see draft order. Yep,
4: yep. Well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it live. We'll, we'll do a live lottery. In front of everybody. So can't nobody, you know what I'm saying?
2: Okay, cool. Uh,
1: what day were y'all trying to do this? Like a Friday or a Saturday? We could do a Friday.
4: Oh, wait, hold on. What
1: so what time
4: what time Friday would you be available? Um
3: I'm Free Friday, uh afternoon, evening. Afternoon, evening. So you, you can do it, like,
4: let's say, like, at 3 o'clock?
3: Yeah, I'll make it work. Okay. 3.30. 3.30? You're 30? To be safe.
4: Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just probably be at B's house, because we got a, another battle on Friday.
3: Oh, that watch them be making trades and all kind of stuff. But I was they about to say, don't make these No, 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 trades. Oh, no, ain't no, ain't no trades. you losing already.
4: No, no, no trades. You're losing right Where, Wherever, like, wherever, so, again, so, like, let's say, you know, we put I it. i will come to your house. You put, <laughs> you, put you put everything. And let's say, you know, Nick, you're picking first. So that means you got first and sixth. If I'm if I got the second pick, it means I got second and seventh. You know what I'm saying? We'll just keep it like that. We'll just keep right. it and move it and, and just progress it. But no trades, you gotta draft in, in, in your spot and you know take into account what that roster looked like at the time.
2: I'm with it. Yep, Maybe me too. And Jimmy Butler. We'll do Jimmy Butler. We'll talk about that. So listen to that interview.
1: Cool.
2: Yeah. So, all right, y'all, well, appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. And I know you guys are asked about some draft talk. There's plenty of time for that. Um, I know it's in two weeks, so we'll ramp that up when it gets closer. Right now, it's just, you know, we're just going to have a little fun. Um, And then when that becomes relevant, more relevant, we'll talk about it then. But, yeah, that's going to do it for us, man. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. Peace.